Hi, it's Will from Wapin7. Before you get your ears into this week's episode, a quick message for you. Steve and I have just set up a wonderful, fresh new Patreon. So get yourself over there and please do support the show. We would appreciate it so much. It's patreon.com forward slash Wapin7. Enjoy the show. Steve's eyes were like little dishonest slits <laughs> covered in maggots. Lovely. Not a single tooth in his mouth. <laughs> my name's Will. And my name's Steve. You haven't got time to read War and Peace. Even if it is one of the greatest novels of all time. 587,000 words. 612 grams. That's the weight of the book. 500 characters, 361 chapters, 3 volumes, 2 epilogues, and a collection of maps. We're going to summarise all of it for you. This is War and Peace in just 7 years. (laughs) Drum roll, please. You haven't said hello to me. Drum roll, please. Okay. Yeah, nice. The winner... Of the $20. Well, I haven't even been consulted. What are you doing? It doesn't matter. I've, I've decided. You're just giving it out. I've decided. I've got, I, I thought we were going to have a, like a whole discussion about it. I thought it was going to be, you know, like whiteboards with pros and cons and stuff like that. No, you're just, you're just giving it out. You made me do a little drum roll like I'm just a human drum. Let, mate, come on. Let's give it to Hugh. He drew a hand. Only thing we ask you is you let us know what you bought with it. Oh yeah, that would be good. Yeah, do send do send a drawing in of what you what you bought you just to go with your other drawing. Yeah, then you might get another <laughs> another twenty dollars. You've got a nice little earner here. But just because that twenty dollars has been claimed, I'm not promising we will and someone will randomly send us another um, Amazon gift voucher. But do keep on sending stuff in, and we'll we'll think of something great great to give you. We will. We haven't thought of it yet, but we will, and and your contributions will be remembered. So funny. Crazy. Five stars. Review. Yeah, five stars. Five stars. (laughs) We are, of course, reading out um, our wonderful reviews that you've all been leaving. Thank you ever so much. Thank you. Um, My favourite title probably is just crazy. I like that. Yeah, that's from NG95DF. Um, Surprisingly informative as well. I'm glad you're surprised and informed. ZCLSZZ is sceptical that they will actually save time versus reading it. Excuse me? (laughs) It's only going to take seven years. Thank you so much for all the people that have left reviews in the various places. We love them. We love to read them. They brighten our days. We also like when there are emojis in them, um, like by Coco. Two thumbs up and a hand clap. Lovely stuff. It does all really help um, us, like, you know, like, get up the greasy rankings poll. Very greasy, that pole. We're climbing a big grease pole and the only thing that will de-grease it are your your lovely reviews. Your good, honest reviews. And also, thank you to Mitchell for emailing in, asking us to hurry up. Appreciate that, mate. Uh, We're not going to, but again, thanks for the email. If you get in contact with us in some way, we will read it immediately. Hitting refresh every single second. It's absolutely <laughs> pathetic. My finger is sore from how many times I've clicked refresh. Even now I'm doing it. Could be Pierre's finger. It could be. Steve, welcome to uh, episode 14. Got there in the end. Thank you. What a nice introduction. What happened last week, Steve? 
So last week it was all about young people. They're flirting with each other. Kissing. Kissing. There was some kissing. Loving. They're all deeply, deeply in love, basically. And, and it's all magical and also quite stressful. And it was sort of like a Benny Hill sketch with all of them running in and out of the same room. Hiding in flower pots and... Flower tubs, just to correct you there. Yes. The larger, larger cousin of the flower pot. It is. <laughs> but enough of episode 13 onwards. Book one, chapter 14, The Reading. That was good. Lovely. That was Lovely, really yeah. good, that second really, one. Really, 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 really proud of that. You've been practising that all week. And then I say, <laughs> the, the, the Reading? Oh no, I said oh, it wrong. He'll no. be so upset. All right, mate. Well, I've got to read this book now. What should I do? I haven't got any idea of what to go on. Tete-a-tete. A tete-a-tete talk. How to get rid of rats. Rats are small, warm-blooded rodents that can be found almost everywhere in the world. Do you think there'll be a rat character in uh, War and Peace? Well, I think we can assume, based on this wiki howl, that anything going on in War and Peace, there's almost certainly going to be a rat or two in the room. You know, you're always 30 centimetres from a rat or something awful, aren't you? That's what they say. Have a little look around now. Oh, it's on my (laughs) bloody shoulder! The handsome Vera smiled contemptuously. Method one, just get a cat. Why are you reading this? I don't know, Is it because I called you a rat? Yeah. These rich grandees are so selfish. You can just do a random WikiHow article. How to divide a phlox plant. Quick question for you, Steve. Uh Sorry to interrupt. Steve? Yeah, I'm listening. I'm also reading, but yeah. What's a phlox plant? Uh, this is phlox, P-H-L-O-X. Doesn't mention it in this chapter, so I can't help you, unfortunately. Well, I know how to divide them. I've got the word flock in this chapter. Is that helpful? Hello. Like a flock of scared birds. That's a coincidence. How to clean rusty tools. Okay. Anyone who's worked with tools has encountered a rusty old tool that seems beyond salvage. It's a bit like we've entered some form of daytime TV here, Will. How to clean a touchscreen computer? Just throw it in the bath. Yeah, that's number one. Do be sure to use a microfiber cloth when it's in the bath. <laughs> How to eliminate roundworms in cats. Has Prince Vasily aged much? It's a common parasite, apparently. I am at your command. How to remove gum from clothes. Oh. Yuck! You've got gum all over your clothes. <laughs> You've picked off as much as you can, but that dreaded gum is still there. Lots of tears in this chapter. Different, more tears. You can freeze it, boil it, you can rub alcohol on it. You can iron it, you can pour vinegar on it. Hairspray, duct tape, lighter fluid. Imagine pouring all this shit on your t-shirt. Imagine what it would look like at the end of all that. Bori's back. How to plant a peach tree. Remember Bori? How to catch Rayquaza in Pokemon Emerald. Here we go. <laughs> Who's, who is Rayquaza? Is that one of the gym chainers or something? Mate, I couldn't have less of an idea. Goodbye, my dear. Okay, I've done it. Goodbye, my dear. Uh, whoa, whoa. Hang on. Sorry, were you telling me more about Rayquaza? 
No, mate, I've moved on. We've got two options. How to avoid type 2 diabetes through diet (laughs) or how to start a food delivery business. I feel like what's happening here is we're in the waiting room (laughs) for a dentist. We'll just end on this. I would say if you're about to start a food delivery business, point one, and I always said this, just structure your business as an LLC. That will protect your finances. Thanks, Will. That's That's really helpful advice. Episode 14, go. So you remember last week, it was kind of like a what we described as a low, probably a low budget chapter. Yeah, they were saving the money. They just set it all in a big plant tub, flower tub. Well, okay. So if last week was a low budget episode, I'd say this is a medium budget episode. Wow. Oh. Oh. This is like a film shoot. We've got like, you know, imagine like two cameras going. Wow. We're going to go in a couple of different places. And there's a special thing that happens in the middle of the chapter that I don't think I've ever seen before in the whole book. Holy moly. All I've written down so far, medium budget, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. It's not high budget, it's medium budget. I haven't written high budget. So the chapter starts with the Countess, who who we've been spending a lot of time with, and um, yes. her, her good friend, Princess Anna Mikhailovna, they're sitting down to to have a, a real real heart to heart, real catch up. Anna too. Yeah, Anna too. The older Anna. Anna too. She's older and called Anna. There's not many of us old friends left. That's why I value oh. your friendship. Two oldies having a friendship. That's nice. Yeah, so they're just having having a little friendship. Unfortunately, um, I don't know if you remember, but Vera, she's she's still in the room. Yeah, crunching on her spiders in the back, creeping people out. And you remember, no one likes her. What room are we in, Steve? Is it a new room? Uh, I think it's some sort of drawing room. I actually don't think that she's changed rooms since chapters and chapters ago when they were having all those people over and inviting them for dinner. Maybe they just sat amongst all of the, the plates. Could be. I, I, think, I don't think the dinner's happened yet. <clears throat> I think this is all the same day, mate. Ah, oh, don't <laughs> confuse me. The dinner's done. They, they, he bowed them all out. Okay, well, maybe they're having another dinner. I don't know. That's, I presume they eat dinner every day. Yeah. So, yeah, so Vera's there, and they want to have a little heart-to-heart. So she, so her, her mum turns to Vera and says, don't you see you're not wanted here? Go to Aww. the other girls. <laughs> it's brutal. Oi, Vera, piss off. Take your spiders with you. Basically, this chapter, we're going to learn a lot about Vera. Ooh. You know, we're really going to get inside Vera's head. We know that she's got spiders in her mouth, possibly. Question mark. But what's going on slightly above her mouth in her brain? In that little spidery brain. Awkward brain. Yeah, we've got Boris and Natasha, and we've got Sonia and Nicholas, and they're all sitting on a windowsill near each other. One pair at each window. Absolutely beautiful, that. I can really see that shot. Lovely. They should uh, smash the window out and down a bottle of rum without putting their hands down. (laughs) They should dance with a bear, probably. Where's Dolokhov? Was Boris at that bear party? Nah, mate. He's too young, isn't he? He's too young for those antics. Old enough for the army, but too young for a bear party. I'd like to think everyone's too young for a bear party. Mm. So, Will, what's a good kind of like first date activity in your mind? Good first date? Just go for a walk and have a chat. Okay. If you're trying to impress someone with your romantic uh, credentials. Yeah, sure. Go for a cocktail. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Well, um, Nicholas has got an idea. Sonia was sitting close to Nicholas, who was copying out some verses for her, the first he had ever written. Oh, my God. He's writing poetry <laughs> he's for her. He's writing her a poem. Oh, yeah. Nick, don't do that, mate. Unfortunately... We don't get to hear it, but I can only assume it would be bloody awful. 
I like Sonia. She's the best. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get to see the poetry. Well, not in this chapter. Excellent. That's fantastic. Good stuff. Thank you, Tolstoy. But if you want to write out um, a poem and send it into us. If you want to write Nick's love poems. Go for it. Send them in. Flip it out on the tweeter. We'll ping that over. And the other two, the other two kisses, dirty, horrible kisses. Kiss addicts. Kiss addicts are sitting there with guilty, happy faces. <laughs> oh, these guys. What's Vera doing here then? She's just staring at him. Basically, Vera hates everyone. Oh, I like Vera. She comes over. She gives them some contemptuous and scornful looks. Nice. She says to like Nick- Nicholas, you've taken my inkstand And so she takes it back. That's my stand for ink. I guess that's what it does. It's like a stand that holds ink. Almost certainly. Then she has a go at Nicholas. She says, you came rushing into the drawing room so that everyone felt ashamed of you. Wow. What does it mean? I don't understand that. He came in in such a way that everyone felt ashamed of him. God, look at that kid entering this room. I'm so ashamed <laughs> of him. How, how could I have such a kid? I like Vera. She's a bit weird, isn't she? Yeah. I do agree with this, though, this observation that she makes to them. At your age, what secrets can there be between Natasha and Boris or between you two? It's all nonsense. Ah, Vera, absolutely bang on. It's what we said last episode. It is nonsense. Get over it. Give me my inkstand and bugger off. Maybe you're Vera. I feel like I am a kindred spirit. Open your mouth. I can't see any spiders, but it's quite dark in there. To be honest, there's always like one or two spiders in my mouth, but nothing. Nothing silly. Right, so they're all having an argument. She's having an argument with her sister. Um, and, and then she's like, I'm going to tell, tell mummy on you. I'm going to tell mummy that you're kissing Boris. Or that you're like misbehaving with Boris. You're kiss addicts. Boris, little slimy, slimy young chap, has a quip ready to go. Harsh? What? <laughs> okay. Natalia behaves very well to me. I have nothing to complain of. Ugh. He's a bit greasy, isn't he? Yeah, greasy creepo. Bojo creepo. But Natasha actually likes that, and she calls um, she calls him. It's like a compliment, I think. She calls him a diplomat. You are such the diplomat, which apparently is some sort of like cool slang word, youth slang. Oh man, it's so diplomat. <laughs> this party is so diplomat. Diplomat, which was just then very much in vogue among children in the special sense they attached to it. Cool. And it doesn't explain what the sense is or what it means. It's like a rock star job. Everyone just loves diplomats. The diplomatists. That's totally diplomat. Mate, that's so diplomat. Flipper's a hot diplomat. Oh, I want to be diplomat, bruv. Diplomat. Actually, I like that. That's a new hip saying in 19th century Russia. (laughs) The children are all saying it. Anyway, the argument carries on. Natasha's like, yeah, but you've got a boyfriend too, Berg. Rinse. Vera's boyfriend's called Berg. Vera's boyfriend is called Berg. B-E-R-G, Berg, like um, burger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably short for burger. Yeah. Or iceberg. Vera loves Berg. Berg. Go on. This is all very intense for Vera, and she looks mortified. She's, she's trembling. She's a bit weird. Natasha, she knows her sister quite well, and she can sense that she's got her on the rocks. She can, she can smell the blood. So she really goes in. Nice. You'll never understand it because you've never loved anyone. Whoa. You have no heart. Whoa. Your greatest pleasure is to be unpleasant to people. Whoa. And then she really twists the knife here. Are you ready? This might shock you. Gave her both barrels. This is the third barrel if you could have three barrels. You are Madame... 
de jealous. Whoa. I don't understand that. I don't get it, but wow. It's very stinging, according to Tolstoy. Oh, you are Madame de Jealous. You're not even diplomat. You're completely not diplomat. You're Madame de Jealous. That is a rinse like no other. There's actually a um, footnote number next to it. Number 27. Cool. And I was, I was going to say, shall I look it up? Nope. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up. Mate! Don't you want to know, though? I tell you what, Steve, look it up. <laughs> you, 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 you've changed your mind because you know that you can't... I can't stop you, so I'm changing the edit now. Madame de Jealous, a French writer of that period. She wrote educational books. Oh, it's like you're a dweeb, like a teacher. Like you're a know-it-all. Yeah, they were stories of good society, refined and correct. And they thought they were boring. Yeah, you're like the boring woman who writes boring things, you Boring idiot. Go and flirt with Burger as much as you please. Why don't you just sod off and flirt with Burger? I'm calling him Burger. <laughs> anyway, they um that, that that's the kind of crescendo of the argument. Wow. Nicholas is like, you've been mean to everyone, we're all off. And they run off like a flock of scared birds <laughs> shouting, Madame de Jealous, <laughs> Madame de Jealous, Madame de Jealous. It's very strange. <laughs> you've been mean to us for the last time. We're gonna diplomat out of here. <laughs> Diplomat, move. Madame de Jealous. Madame de Jealous. I'm so on Vera's side here. Vera was shaking and trembling and she was mortified. And now suddenly she's not bothered at all. I don't know what's going on. She's all over the place, Vera. She just wanted to fight. She had the fight. Now she feels better. Tell me what this, what this brings to your mind, this description. She went to the looking glass and arranged her hair and scarf. Looking at her own handsome face, she seemed to become colder. And calmer. I mean, my dog looks in the mirror a lot, but it doesn't really cheer him up. It drives him crazy. I, I just wanted to add my own story about mirrors into this. Do you remember Snow White and the Seven Dwarves? Oh, how could I forget? You know that there's all that bit with the mirror and stuff. Yeah, it could be that. Could be to do and that. She's, and looking in, you know, there could be some dwarves. What you're getting at here is you think perhaps she's evil, like from a fairy tale, like a wicked witch. P- possibly. Evil witch queen. Some kind of evil witch queen. That's my, just a suggestion. I actually... I've written it down. Maybe she could be queen of the spiders. Why she's so friendly with spiders, yeah, and how they can live freely in her mouth. Anyway, I promised you an exciting uh, literary tool. You did. At the start of this chapter. And I'm going to deliver. Oh my God, what is it? Okay, so we're halfway through chapter 14 now, and there are three small dots. What? In the middle of the paragraph, breaking it in twixt two. Twixing it in half. Cleaving it in two. Is it just the, this is halfway through the chapter? Will we be seeing this from now on? Well, we've never had that before, have we? I've I've never seen it before. Is it day? Night? What, is it a time shift? A jump cut? Same day, different room. Different room. What I think it is, is three dots means basically Tolstoy wanted to make it into a new chapter... But he was like, I have already got 6,000 chapters already, so... Yeah, can't be asked. Stick this one together. Forget about all that Vera stuff. We're back in the drawing room. Of course we are. With the old friendies. Just two old friends having a friendy. The Countess, you know, we've been in their house for a few chapters now. Mm. Would you say they're well off, Will? Oh, I think they are minted, mate. Well, it doesn't matter how much money you have, you can still be worried about money. Um, The Countess is quite concerned that they're going to run out of money. Wow. 
because the the count has got so many hobbies like burning money shooting money out of guns shooting isn't far off oh the war he's he's no. a, he's addicted to war and buying war stuff well no no so his his hobbies are theatricals hunting and the club he likes shooting having a dance or having an act and going to the club just a nightclub <laughs> So Anna Mikhailovdu, you, you might remember, she, she's got a young son, Bori, and, and I think the last time we, we heard from her properly was when she was trying to get, um, get him a job. Do you remember that? Yes, I remember this. I remember this. It's in my head. So we're finding out now a little bit more about why they're in such an awful situation. Basically, there's some kind of, um, some kind of lawsuit. Hello. So that means she really has to hustle. She's got to make that dollar. Anna's recommendation, if you want something, this is how you do it. When I want to see one of those big people, I write a note... Princess so-and-so desires an interview with so-and-so. And then I take a cab and I go myself two, three, four times until I get what I want. I don't mind what they might think of me. What the hell are you talking about? Big people? Was she going to see giants? I think she means like the king or something. If I want to go see the king, I just send him a couple of postcards and just keep driving to his house. Yeah, I send a postcard. I immediately follow the postcard three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times a day. I don't mind. Doesn't matter. I'll get what I want. Hey, king, it's me again. Can I come in? They let you in eventually. I'll send 400 postcards a day, drive there. I sleep outside his house just shouting at him. He'll let me in. It's because of the lawsuit. Yeah. And then basically, they all start crying and talking about money. That'll do it to you. Money's a dirty poison, isn't it? And you know who has got a lot of money? Count Cyril. It's the inheritance for Pierre slash... The other guy. The beautiful but sickly Count Cyril who has that tremendous fortune. Waiting to be pinched. Yeah. Surely he will leave something to Boris, says the Countess. Surely. Surely. The Count Cyril comes up and then the Countess is like, you know what? I might actually go and see Count Cyril right now. Because he's got loads of dosh. And I'm going to take Boris. See you in two hours. Wonderful. Off they go to beg for money from the rich man. So there we go. That's the chapter. Excellently summarised, Steve. Thank you very much. A curious um, two-parter there. Never seen a double header like it. Hopefully we'll see more. Very exciting. I'm intrigued by Vera with these spiders and she's a bit of a weirdo. All this money. She's never loved. She can't love. Is she a witch? Does she have magical powers? Anna needs 500 rubles. God, who doesn't, eh? Tell me about it. There's money on the table. There's love and hate. I love it. It's got all the makings of a very good book, I would say. It's the summary summary. All right, then, I've got my timer ready. The volume is turned up. We're ready to time. Chapter 14 of War and Peace, let's go! Count me in, you muppet. Oh, my God. Jeez, how many times have you done this? (laughs) You need to count someone down. It's the polite, gentlemanly thing to do. Don't be such a Madame de Genis. Twelve. 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Chapter 14. This is so diplomat. Vera, mouthful of spiders. Is she a witch? She hates those stupid kissing kids, but they all think she's a bloody madam de genus. Uh, the Count S. <laughs> what were you going to say? Go on. I was just about to go to the second half of the chapter. Um, talking about old friends, law and money. Didn't get there, so it's not in, and it doesn't matter. Excellent summary. Thank you, mate. I like Vera. 
Um, she's a bit weird and intense and hates everyone. She's you so far. You'd probably be like that sickly Cecil, the old rich man. <laughs> really rich. Ugh. Incredibly handsome. I'm so rich. Ugh. Anyway, great title. I love the title. This is so diplomat. Everyone's going to be saying that. Everyone's going to be saying that. Obviously, we'll get it on T-shirts. Obviously. Do- obviously. obviously. I- I'm writing it on my own T-shirt as we speak. Yeah. Mate, Wapin 7 is so diplomat. This is so diplomat. Yeah. Say it. Say it out loud. Go on, just go outside, say it one time today. Wherever you are listening to the podcast, just pause it and just say really loud, this is so diplomat. <laughs> yeah. On Do the it. bus, wherever you are in, in your... Wherever. Uh, no one's in an office, are they? But Wherever you are. If you're in the ice cream parlour, could be this there. This is so diplomat. <laughs> <laughs> it is alright All right, mate. mate oh, oh we whoa did it we can't same end time. on no, the see same thing bye thank you for listening to another episode of War and Peace uh, in just seven years thank you it is very much appreciated that you stick around and you keep listening if you could do one thing today to, to help the podcast and help more people find the podcast it would just be leave a review You can leave those reviews on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser or Podcast Addict. Thank you in advance. You're so diplomat. (laughs) You're so diplomat. (laughs) And here are the bits of the show that were a bit more mad under Janice. You could try and describe Steve and I as Tolstoy would. I'd like that. Sure, why not? You could write a song. Just to help with the animals there, if you were doing Steve or if I was, I'd probably pick like the slug. Or like a worm or something like that. But I don't want to put, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Yeah, I, I think for Will, I would choose rat, mm. weasel. What, what's that animal that lies a lot and isn't, um, <laughs> isn't, isn't very nice? The rat weasel. Oh, uh, the rat weasel, yes. I can't wait to get um, loads of descriptions of you looking like a little slug worm. <laughs> no teeth. It's genless, I should just say. Madame de genless. Mate, we've said it so many times wrong now. Genless. And here are the bits of the show that were a bit more Madame de Genless. Don't pretend we ever know how to say that name. <laughs> Madame de Genless. Madame de Genless. I think it's probably like Madame de Genlis. De Madame de Genlis. Madame de Genlis. Madame de Genlis. There's nothing funny about being stupid, well, and bad at languages. How do you make yourself look stupid? That should be your new catchphrase. There's nothing funny about being stupid. What is this? Is This is, this is uh, chapter 14, isn't it? Yes, <laughs> that's right. Just, just checking, buddy. Yeah, yeah, well, you, you did your little yeah. f- counting finger thing, uh, like Rain, Rain Man. Seven, count six. Fourteen. Should we just get a couple of me going, I agree, I agree, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Just cut it in. You are correct. I agree. Very humorous observation. While you're um, finding your notes, I might just register an LLC to protect my finances. 